it's time for you to know and for us to start our show. Have a drink and take a seat here on Bruzic and Boozy. <laughs> We're here tonight to discuss another movie with you guys. Welcome to Brusick and Boozy. <laughs> Woo! Hope you enjoyed that 20 second song right before we started. Is it 20 seconds? I don't know. I think it's like about 20 seconds. Our, uh, cool. Catchy theme song. Um. But we're here tonight, and if you didn't guess from all our clues around-ish, we're talking about Batman, specifically Mask of the Phantasm. (laughs) The Batman. Batman. Is that the sound of Batman? (laughs) Yeah. That's what the penguin does in the Batman Returns. It's like... (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, but yes, we are talking about the uh, DC animated universe movie, ba- uh, Mask of the Phantasm, um, which is like a, I don't want to say it's a supplement, but it's a feature length of Batman the Animated Series, I guess you would call it. It's a it. full feature film of the animated series, I would say. Yeah. I may be corrected on that, but I'm corrected on everything, but sure. I, I think the original intention of it was for it to be the end because Batman the Animated Series ran from 92 to 95. Yes. Um, I think this was this was made in 93 and was supposed to be like an end okay. to Batman the Animated Series, but it that really? didn't happen. But I, I'm honestly not sure why. Um, but yes, Mask of the Phantasm, when I was a kid, was, I mean, First of all, I am a huge Batman fan. I grew up loving Batman because I grew up with Batman the Animated Series, I think. And, of course, we grew up with uh, Tim Burton's Batman movies, which came out when we were kids, too. So I grew up loving Batman. We had the Batcave, like a full-size Batcave, Batmobile, Batman action figures. My brother had a Batman the Animated Series bedroom set. I probably still have the pillowcases and stuff somewhere Ooh. in this house. I still have the toys. I should have pulled them out. But um, yeah, and I still, I'm so glad HBO Max had the whole series. I know you have it on DVD, but I do now. HBO I had Max. to go, I have it, I have the animated series on Blu right now. But what's better about this that is not on HBO Max, is not available. I believe they do not have the new Avengers of Batman, which is that last Mm-mm. season of Batman. And um, uh, that's with the redesigns the of all the characters, including the Joker, looks a little different. They do, but um, they, they have it marked under. Batman the animated series still I think oh really it's there yes I think so huh. but I, I think it's not called Bat the new adventures of Batman oh I okay which I'm I think it's is, there. I think my shirt is yes more that's that right because that's yep, the new that's design it. of Joker yes I could see Bane is different there mm-hmm. yes um, very shirt, cool all, my shirt's all and pink. it's like I wasn't I was like so like I said real quickly um I binge watched that whole season this summer or it was like early fall, September or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was basically in response to that. The new B- Matt Reeves Batman trailer just got released for that yeah. DC day they, they launched. And uh, 
we were all kind of Batman hyped from that trailer. And I'm just like, all that reminded me of was like the, the old anime series. And I'm just like, I got to go out and just watch it again from the beginning. I don't remember too many episodes, but you know, we were both of the age. I think you, you said you had all the toys. I remember it being on Fox kids on a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, I'd catch it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this movie, I believe I rented a few times at the video store, maybe at like, um, or I think a library. That's where I got all my movies pretty much yes. when they're around. <laughs> um, but like the good library, some, some libraries, they would have like, you know, E.T. was the newest movie of that. And it was like, you know, 1995 <laughs> or whatever year it was. So you had, a, you had to go to a good place that would have it anyways. But yeah, mm -hmm. I would just, I remember renting it and watching it. I think liking it. I don't think I loved it, but I, I'll give you, the reasons for why I didn't love it but I definitely liked it a lot because it was just Batman anything mm -hmm. and it was entertaining at the time um like I said I have fond memories of it and what it like how it kind of just was like okay this was something for the Batman kids and for the Batman overall fans I think I think there's a there's a mm -hmm. kind of a a nice um uh you know, like you said, this was this was trying to be something special and different that yeah. I think for us as yeah. regular fans didn't know what it was supposed to be. It was just a movie try to just get us to like it was released in theaters, I believe, too, right? It it was the very first uh I think DC animated movie to be released in theaters. First theatrical release. It's also the very okay. first animated feature length that they did. Could you imagine seeing this on a big screen? <laughs> I rem I, I saw you a story saw of no, no, I wish. I, actually, maybe oh, I did. I don't remember. But maybe I, I did. I might have. I don't think years. I remember either. I don't think so. Um, I remember I read something online that like Mark Hamill went to the movie theaters to see it. And he was on Christmas Day because it came out Christmas Day. And he was like, there was no one. <laughs> he was like, it was short of a box office uh, <laughs> blast, let me tell you. I there mean, was like no one in the theater. It was going out on a limb. It was a TV show. You, It was a movie yeah. to take your kids to the theater to try and make a couple extra you know, I think it was a, it was an experiment at the time, maybe a little bit oh, more. Sure. And I think yeah. when they set out to make it, it was not supposed to be a theatrical right. release. It was supposed to be a straight to VHS release. And they had to alter all the aspect ratios for a big screen. Really? Okay. So, like it was really a rush and a crunch to finish this movie towards the end because they had to like literally make everything wider. Um, right. But the benefit is also they got a bigger budget for this movie compared to the animated series because. Batman the Animated Series was done old-fashioned uh, animation, but the difference right. is they did everything on a dark black background, and that's how mm -hmm. you get all of those uh, iconic Bruce Timmy uh, Art Deco darkness kind of uh, style. But they got a bigger budget, so I think the opening scene of this movie is like a big flyover of Gotham City, so they were able to do stuff like that for this movie. Um, so thankfully... It didn't do well in the movie theaters, but I have a question. They, they got to experiment. Do you think after they realized it didn't do well, did it cause them to like maybe like um, it, it led them to a lot of drinking? <laughs> it led us to some drinking. <laughs> what are you drinking, Christopher? That being said, speaking of Bruce's, um, I try to get something a little more original this this episode <laughs> because i've been pretty much on par with uh what i've been making as i mean the same exact thing so i made something slightly different um i don't remember the website but there are some featured batman uh 
cocktail uh, drinks that we saw some recipes for. So I decided to take it upon myself and it has an iced coffee bourbon drink and it is called the Bruce Wayne. Mm. So I thought that's cool. And I'm wearing a black shirt just like Bruce Wayne does in that movie. <laughs> You're very Bruce Wayne-y. I think he does in every movie, right? Oh, a black I think shirt? if yeah. I had this a little bit higher as the turtleneck, I think that would just oh, be the like cherry the on top. Michael Keaton, right? Batman. Yeah. But yeah. So I am drinking the Bruce Wayne, which is basically coffee, iced, mm-hmm. a little bit of um, bourbon, and also a little bit of syrup. That's about it. Maple syrup. Three ingredients, very simple. And mm-hmm. I like it. It sounds It's delicious. like kind of like Batman. It's like, you know, subtle, pleasant. I can see Batman sitting at his computer pulling out the coffee put a little bourbon yeah in it. it's supposed to have more of look to it kind of looks like iced tea in a glass but that's just because i don't know the glass i chose like coffee. I yeah it looked better in the picture anyways like what are you coffee. drinking i have hey buddy triple ipa from mustache brewing co on uh they're in riverhead new york yes riverhead well they were in riverhead unfortunately this brewery just closed i'm gonna show you the can yeah, COVID times have gotten them. Uh, I visited this place a couple of times mm-hmm. throughout the years, and um, they did like a Rick and Morty run of beer. Oh, um, cool. I know you did, like, like that a, show. They did a lot of really cool things. Um, hopefully, they'll be back. It's very sad they closed. I'm glad I, I got to grab this one. Um, but it's a good mm-hmm. IPA. It's also 10% alcohol. <laughs> so it's pretty strong. I said, if you watched last week's episode, I think we can tell where the uh, six, 6% level kicked in. I'm just kidding. That beer was eleven percent. I know, but I'm saying once you get to the six percent of that, oh. and then the eleven really goes. It's like these these percents go to eleven. That's what I should have said. I should have got the eighty-eight percent, and then I went to the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the past. Whatever. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's what we're drinking. Um, if you can get your hands on Mustache Brewing Company. Beer do so. They do still have it at some distributors on in New York, and uh, follow them on Instagram if you're in New York in, in the area because they are very good. If they will come back, hopefully. Think of that my, song now. My, what was that movie with uh, Family Guy made made that, that Western movie? A mustache, a mustache. <laughs> oh, um, a million ways. To I die can't think of the name of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is it. There you go. Okay, sorry. Okay, so we're back now to Bruce Tim and them making a feature-length film, and it was kind of a flop. It wasn't. I don't think it was necessarily a flop. Um, it just it just did okay. I think what they were trying to do was just so different, like because animated movies right. are in the movie theater all the time, but like this was a this was something that like jumped from the small screen to the big screen <laughs> relatively quickly in a time yeah, where that I just wasn't a thing. I remember seeing it like a commercial on a different VHS that would advertise mm-hmm. it like we all saw for our kids movies back then that's like you know uh, the mask of the phantasm batman mm-hmm. movie or something and i would be like I, or i remember seeing it on like i think fox kids would promote it somewhere like you know get the movie now on vhs i don't know or something <laughs> something along those lines i can't remember but um yeah i think that's where i would be interested i'm like oh when i'd see it i had to go check it out but being a little cautious of wanting to watch it because um, I think it was just, I wasn't the biggest Batman follow. I wasn't the biggest follower. Like I watched it when it was on. 
I like I love Batman, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to like that. I am obsessed with Batman. I was more obsessed with like um uh Power Rangers, I think, at the time. <laughs> yeah, definitely that took over my life. So sorry, Batman, but trust me, I made up for it over the years. So um well, so I guess this kind of leads into what I wanted to talk about first was, and I don't know if you get this feeling too when you first start the movie. When the mm-hmm. old school WB theme know, plays with Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bunny. I know. <laughs> so I get this vibe from the Little Giants beginning. If you ever saw that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. Oh my God. So it's, it's every good. time I see that, because they do, it's like they have that little cartoon short before the movie starts, I think. Or maybe it's like, is it before that? I remember that was a thing. So I don't know. Somehow that I got connected to that opening. Just in general, they do it for the TV show too. But it's just like seeing bugs come out in that carrot, the WB mm-hmm. logo, is so fun. And I'm like, I can. Yeah. So. It, it brings it brings me back to we used to go to the Warner Brothers store in Manhattan all the time when we were kids, and they had like the coolest stuff there, and like they had the like, mm-hmm. figurines, and like right. I just remember it being awesome. And it's unfortunate that that doesn't exist anymore. But I still have like Christmas. <laughs> I have a Batman and Catwoman Christmas ornament. That's really cool. And a Tweety Bird ornament. I used to be obsessed with Tweety Bird too. Uh, ornament from there. And like, uh, it was just, it was such a cool place. And it was like two stories. And they, it was like themed. It was like the Disney store, but for Warner Brothers. So they had all these like tchotchkes around. Yes. That were like live-in fixtures. It was so cool. <laughs> that is cool. And every time I hear that opening with the Bugs Bunny, it, it brings me like, back to that store. It also just makes you think like Warner Brothers, they've done a couple things for kids. Like what have they done recently for kids? I know that Tom and Jerry, <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyways, uh, but that's that another conversation. But like, I remember Warner Brothers being kind of, uh, they had more for us back then, I feel. Yeah, they were definitely geared more towards kids. Um, I don't I mean, know, they are they, coming they, back, they basically rehashing everything we had as kids with like Space Jam and some other yeah. things coming back out. So they don't we'll have, a, they they can't do. have original ideas. So yeah, we, we, Everything we experienced it definitely differently than kids today probably do. And just like over the years. I agree. Um, so you're saying, I, I apologize. I, I keep, I think you were saying the opening with the Bugs Bunny. And no, the that's it. I just wanted, I just wanted to bring up how this, it just okay. makes me feel like a kid again. And like, it, it does. brings me back. That's a great. And great I'm little, glad you feel similarly. I do. It's so funny how I think it's just, um, like I said, it's our childhood. We we live that we were exposed to that at a certain time in our lives that it made us feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, we were excited. Probably something stimulated us like, oh, we're going to watch a cool movie because it's Batman or something like that. And it was just mm-hmm. like, we just can connect those two um, things together. Um, and yeah, I, I, I get excited every time I see that for like anything now. <laughs> especially yeah. it was like I, I think also like it was on every single episode of batman so if you ever see, or or any of those shows it was it was their special special thing like they did for us yeah. thanks bugs <laughs> uh um and then you so then after like you get that that feeling from that warner brothers theme song it brings you right into the batman yes. theme song Oh my god, this extra special in this movie. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Shirley Walker. I definitely want to hear your thoughts about it. I'll leave mine in the end. It's very short. And I can just tell you that you go and I'll just I'll just add to it because I definitely want to give me your full elaboration on the music in the beginning of this movie. To me, it just sets it sets the tone so well. Like you 
it's a play on the the uh, her own because so to go back a little bit danny elfman wrote the theme song for the the Correct. series danny elfman's very close with shirley walker who did they composed mm-hmm. music for every single episode of this tv show which doesn't happen anymore she almost decomposed if you would <laughs> decomposed yes because she like yeah you have to explain you recomposed to explain. yeah she had a she had to kind of add her flavor but keep that original yes. main score in there yes and which so at one point they do transition in the show to her theme song um but she is her, the composer yeah. of the television show and the music right. um she also helped danny elfman on the original uh tim burton back yeah. movies um, i mean that's not uncommon in big scores like that um this is just an example where they do something like that would be Mm -hmm. um i believe it's superman 2 um same thing they use john williams score the original score Mm -hmm. from the first movie but that's not him in the second movie that's his original score added by another composer who took over and did the rest of the uh rest of the um, piece of the movie so um they tell you flat out in the beginning too it's like not john williams basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his original theme re- rearranged by this guy i don't know that's literally the credit not john williams <laughs> he's like yeah i'm just gonna make this amazing thing and then uh, i'm good you can take it and just have fun with it <laughs> and be, be the most iconic song in all of film um but yeah anyway but yeah same thing here it's just like you have mm-hmm. danny elfman's score and then you have shirley walker who came in and did the scores on the tv show and then definitely added more to this film which i think is really cool for us to mm-hmm. hear different styles of her um artistry yeah um and i think with this opening she took that batman theme and she she added this choir to it that it makes it creep because the villain in this movie is the is very scary and like creepy yeah. and like the grim reaper looking if you don't know if you've never seen the movie before like um yeah she like kind of possesses the grim reaper type character like that's what she is and i think like this opening with the the choir kind of feels like that yeah it feels it feels like we're dead and we're in church and we're hearing the choir it, singing yeah the character it, it, is definitely mm-hmm. a grim reaper in this yeah. in a lot of sense definitely yeah and i just i love it and it's so iconic because it as soon as you hear that you know what not only that you're watching batman in the animated series because a lot of the music is kind of similar um but you know you're watching this specific batman mm-hmm. story which i think is really important um once you hear this batman theme with the chorus you're like oh that's mask of the phantasm story like i know where i am i know what what part of the bruce wayne storyline i'm in <laughs> the batman storyline what are, what are your thoughts chris because i so, know okay, i know so, you wanted right. me to give so me mine that's, first that's that's um really awesome what you said and i'm glad you did because i just remember it being almost terrifying <laughs> as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i remember being very scared when i heard that music um and also but but it left an impression on me meaning like i remember like kind of showing the tone of what batman is about um yeah hearing that i don't know what what do they call that kind of choral music they just say choral um i i don't know i studied music but it's almost like a gregorian chant 
if you would, I think, too. I don't know. Someone's going to correct me on oh, that, too. I think it's but it's like, it's got that style like a, where it's like a, a, some sort of chant. Uh, but um, fun fact, as in reality, they are not doing any sort yeah. of chant. They're actually saying the names of some of the musicians that worked on in the orchestra backwards. Right. So it's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like so I said, it's they're actually chanting credit. Like I, well, you know, and it kind of comes back to um, the famous John Williams piece for Star Wars Episode One, Fan Menace, the uh, Dual Fates song, mm-hmm. has that same kind of um, effect on us when we hear choral music being added to orchestral music. Yeah. It kind of just like kind of wakes you up yeah. because it's not usually there. It's not in most mm-hmm. pieces. So to hear this in a kids' film, and it's yeah. like you know you know it really it's you know it's directed for us but you know a lot of themes are adult but still it gives you a sense of like batman is this was supposed to be taken more seriously yeah i feel i think it sets the scene that this is not a like this spoiler alert i think we should do a spoiler alert for this one because there is a reveal at the end (laughs) if you haven't seen this movie 30 years and we had to spoil it now (laughs) no but this does not end happy Here's um, to you, everybody. <laughs> Let us know if this if you haven't watched it and this was your first watch through of it. Um, that'd be fun because I don't if you didn't grow up with Batman the Anime series and you didn't grow up loving Batman, then, then you didn't really it's not like something that was on your radar and you watched. So let us know if you watched it for your first time as an adult and what you think. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think that choir music and how scary it is sets the tone that this is not a happy story this is not going to have a happy ending nope and it this story it's does very not, Shakespearean it doesn't kind of story. it doesn't yeah. end well for the, the our villain it doesn't end well mm-hmm. for Bruce Wayne at all no um the, the the story sets up is a kind of a it gives the backstory of Batman a little bit so it doesn't end happy in the fact that you see how he became this person he is today but it also sets up how nothing is going to work out for him ever which is i know that <laughs> but yeah i think that opening score by her really does a great job of just setting up this gotham city you see gotham city you're panning over it you hear this choir you know it's not a happy place this isn't a happy story we're not going to go anywhere happy and as a kid that was like it was scary it was really scary yeah, I don't, I don't really remember it much as a kid. Like, I, I remember watching it. I can't tell you the first time I watched it. I'm telling you, I, like, rented it one day. I watched it. I think it had a minimal effect on me for some reason or because I think it was more of an adult film for a kid. And I watched it by myself. And I don't think anything was over my head or anything like that. But I just, I felt kind of detached from it as a kid watching it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Because there's no, there's no, like, um, you know, the stakes that are in this movie are for the personal character stakes, I feel. Like, yeah, there's like, you know, there's some bad um, killings going on and whatnot, and people are, mm-hmm. you know, getting in trouble, but it was not like, the world is about to blow up, we need Batman to save the day. It wasn't yeah. like that. It was like some, some this, was, this was all like personal vendettas, this whole movie, more like a mob well, movie. Well, yeah, that's, um, that's, so it's that's what it is. It's like yeah. that you get both sides of what vengeance is in this movie. Yes. You get 
Batman's idea of vengeance, which, which mm-hmm. is more justice. And then you get Andrea's right. and then idea we get of Andy. what vengeance is. Andy, Andrea, whatever. I her just, idea. Uh, sorry, I have to say, because I was watching, I'm like, who's Andy? And then I'm like, oh, duh. <laughs> Andy get here. <laughs> Andrea. It's like, um, Andy. <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> Oh, your impressions will never cease That's, to be amazing. They get worse and worse for every episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what everybody else is thinking you're, when you're, they hear this. You're dealing with voice actors here, so it's like they they put on a voice most of the time, so it's hard to. Well, use. I mean, no, like, well, I I I want to get to this later as we're you know, um, uh, as we get further along the storyline. But I was saying, like, you know, the voice actors are the, one of the biggest things that this that stands oh, yeah. out about this movie so all right so i'm the sorry series in general uh, i want to get back to where we were in the in the film so it kind of opens up well, we, with wait i'm sorry yeah. what was you saying <laughs> i was we I opened was up with, with the choir and then we were sorry, we were just kind of talking yes. about uh batman's kind of the the difference of vengeance between the two characters yes um which we can touch on in the last like i think later right. on because yeah. they do but, a really great job in the last scene of like summing mm-hmm. up the difference between Batman and this villain, and it's, mm-hmm. I think it's some fantastic story writing. This right. whole thing is fantastic story writing <laughs> for a child, for a children's movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, put, they put they put their all in it for sure. The writers, you know, oh, they yeah. they did not, yeah. not a second of wasted screen time in this movie. No. Um, <laughs> except the whole movie, but um, <laughs> but like they have, um, like that first scene is with um you see the phantasm and uh and Mm -hmm. i love how the criminal automatically thinks it's batman and this is the twist on the criminals of gotham where it's not batman and like what a Mm storyline just come off from you know you're probably you know yourself thinking like oh well obviously it's the guy that's in the cover of the movie but it's also (laughs) just like you know it's like how is this how is this guy different from batman like you said and it's like what is mm-hmm. what is he trying what is his motive and how and he's just the creepiest one of the creepiest characters ever made for batman yeah. so it's very cool um yeah i think they do a really good job with that idea of like the two different type sides of vengeance and they also do a good job i think more in this movie than any other batman adaptation of showing kind of the duality of Bat- of Bruce Wayne. So there's Bruce Wayne who very much wants a life away from his uh, obligation of vengeance. And there's a scene later on in the story that is a great example of this too. But then there's also Batman who's set out on vengeance. So there's those two sides. There's Bruce Wayne who is the person that is Batman and he has two wants of wanting this life with a woman and wanting to get away from um, vigilante justice. But then there's also him, Bruce Wayne's side of Batman that he needs, like he needs to do this. He needs to do right by his parents. He thinks his parents set him out on this path to set out on justice. Um, And I think you get that a lot better in this movie than a lot of like the other Batman adaptations, like the Christopher Nolan Batman I don't think you really get a deep 
outside of Batman, I think you get it better in this movie than a lot of those other movies. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I think they understand Batman very well. Of, yeah. Um, from a from a character point, um, mm-hmm. uh, in this film especially, yeah, probably in the TV show as well. But they they really understand it for this particular story, and um, I'm thinking back now. I'm like I'm trying to think of my fondest like my my fondest, but my earliest memories of this movie. Like, what do I re- if you ask me, what do you remember about this movie? What mm-hmm. I take away, obviously the characters being in it. I'm like, I think that's it. That person's in it. This person's in. It. But I I just remember it being. I think this is what disappointed me about it, and I and I. I mean this in a good way because it makes me as an adult like it probably more or just as much um, now. I think Batman is not in it as much as we would hope, I think. It's a lot of Bruce Wayne. It's a lot of Bruce Wayne, yeah. You know, it's a lot of Bruce Wayne. So so we have to like understand that this is a this is going to be about Bruce Wayne and the drama yeah. he went through and it's a yeah. it is the it, this is Batman Begins essentially if you remember that movie yeah um, no this is this is the cartoon yeah. version of Batman Begins for, for us this yep. is his origin story it's just kind of how he becomes Batman and mm-hmm. ways or not and you know I think as a kid I could not understand what was going on I also think I saw it when yeah. I was very young and I didn't understand yeah what was going on not you know that's no fault of my own of not being a fan it as, does at that it age it jumps around between it jumps around a day lot. and the past and it yes. as a kid it's hard to wrap your head around the jumping back and forth yes. of the flashback scenes yes a lot of flashback too. scenes but i think though too to it's but to the power of this movie when you ask me what i remember i remember it going to those scenes a lot and i remember visually seeing those scenes so they do work i remember it to this day like seeing those scenes Maybe mm-hmm. not processing the same, but I understand that like they were trying to do something different and they were trying to like mm-hmm. really make this like a real movie. So yeah, that, yeah, like, that's... that, that I, I still hold with me throughout this entire mm-hmm. journey of watching this movie as I've gotten older over the years. So yeah, it's I cool. agree with you there. It, it did feel it's like a, a real movie. It's unique. Yeah, it's, it's a different. unique story. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and I appreciate so... it more as an adult. As a kid, I loved it as a kid because I remember it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as yeah. an adult, I appreciate the filmmaking because it, it's, it's really a great story. And, the and it's a great story. It is- yeah, it's a great detective story. It really is. Oh, but cool. I love that you said detective because yeah. that's another uh, thing. Like this movie, he's trying to figure out a mystery. He which is, is the detective Batman in started, this movie. Yeah, Batman started out as a detective. And like, I think a lot of, and this is my problem with like the Zack Snyder stuff is that they just make Bruce Wayne this like rich guy with he's, gadgets. He is more of just a fighter me. in those yeah. stories. Yeah. I think we haven't got a chance to see the detective side and that's no fault mm-hmm. of anyone else except for the point in the story that they want to tell. They've jumped way too far into mm-hmm. wanting to get to a certain type of Batman for those movies. I mean, yeah. this is this is more of the concentrated what we want out of Batman and t- trying to find its detective comments. We want him to just be yeah. solving yeah. a story, trying to fight against crime. We want to see him stop the joker whoever it is you know we we that's what we want um when we see other films lately it's like you know he's got to be taking down a good guy <laughs> he's yeah. got to be taking down um uh you know we've only seen two iterations really of that of that batman but um well two and a half really because it's kind of mixed with the other one that don't you didn't <laughs> see that one but it's like we said we didn't get enough time to really spend with him we have to buy into based on his character that he's portraying that we understand what he's mm-hmm. already gone through and we have to yeah. fill that gap in our mind yeah this is just very literal this is they give us yeah. a little more backstory 
but we've seen him on TV fight and solve crime. Mm -hmm. And we know this Batman very well. So, yes. Yeah. No, that's a good, that was a great way of putting it. (laughs) Yes. I, I, yes. I wish I had said something, you know, I written something down, but that was the best I could come up with. No, no, that was fantastic. (laughs) I I agree with you. And I think it was great. (laughs) But like, let's move on. Let's move on in the story because this next next thing I want to talk about, honestly, still to this day, when I, when I'm walking certain places and I see certain things, I like flash to this scene. So the, the guy's name, Bronski in the cemetery, his death with the phantasm. I, first of all, when I was a kid, this scared the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. Uh, second of all, um, to this day, if I see an, a giant angel statue of any form, I just like get transported to that cemetery and him getting freaking smushed by that angel statue. <laughs> um, third, that phant- phantasm theme by Shirley yes. Walker. I, I think it's, it might be a theremin or it might be synth. I don't know. I okay. think it's a theremin. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I I think that's what it is. I don't know. It's, there's a phantasm theme that plays through the whole movie and it sounds like yes. a theremin. Um, but it's so creepy. It reminds me of Mars Attacks a little bit, which is very Danny Elfman. <laughs> it's like that movie might be one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life. But yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. And it really scares me. And then you get the phantasm says, uh, uh, what is it? Um, I'm your angel of death. She says it a lot, but like mm-hmm. uh, saying it in the ther- in the in the cemetery and then yes. she gets smushed With by the angel angels being so there. Good. And yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, the fog, all the fog. That scene is so creepy. It really is. Yeah. It used to scare me a lot when I was a kid. The fact that she can just appear with that smoke and disappear with that smoke, though, is pretty incredible, though, too. I wanted to talk about the Scooby-Doo antics of this scene because... <laughs> it is a little Scooby-Doo-ish. Yeah. There's a... Is it a shovel or something? There's something in the scene and it breaks and he throws it at her and she, like, puffs this smoke and it goes through her and I'm like, what is this Scooby-Doo? I know, she's got some, <laughs> she got some cool Mysterio tricks up her sleeve, basically. Um, yeah. I like, you know, it's cartoon and it's animated, so we can do fun things like that. And it makes the character a little more menacing in the fact that, like, she has yeah. these powers or he or she, mm-hmm. whatever you want to consider the phantasm to be in it. I don't know. And then, you know, she's just the vessel for it. She's you know, embodying embodied Exactly. Yeah. Sort of but, like, I, like um, yeah. Do you remember, um, it being like that though when you were little like or you were young like wow like this thing has cool powers like I don't remember that as well I just remember it being no. just like I really thought it was like just somebody trying to get after Batman at the time but I remember seeing this I thought it was like Batman's like this was Batman's arch enemy like bigger than the Joker bigger than anybody I that was like my initial reaction I'm like oh this person can take it down anybody and then it was just like no it had really no business with Batman uh, that's what that's also is kind of the funny thing about the story yeah this, so the story yeah. is kind of complicated for a child head to wrap around yeah so it is. her even her for father me. worked with them her father worked with the mob and uh owed them money so he fled and then the joker um ratted him out and then no no arthur what's that guy's name arthur fleck Arthur Fleck. Yes. That's Pleasy, Pleasy, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's the, yeah. Congressman or something. 
Um, yeah, he's just like a typical jerk that's kind of behind, yeah. not behind then, it, but just not the Joker just like kind of pushing it along. Yeah. The Joker went and killed Andrea's father, and now she's seeking vengeance on all of the mobsters that her father worked for and right. the Joker, most of all, because he's the one who did the deed. I did not wrap, I could not wrap my head around that when I was a kid. I didn't understand, like, this guy yeah. in the cemetery was a mobster that she's going to kill. Chucky Saul in the beginning was a mobster yeah. just killing him. Because of this. And, like, and I not couldn't to say get the it. kids would be, you know, I don't think they were trying to, like, play up to kids and say like well only the good kids are going to get this or something like like smarter kids are going to get this i just think it's like they just wanted to tell the story they wanted to tell and it's like yeah i think kids who really can grasp it well kids who won't will eventually grasp it because you know um it's uh they're just trying to get the story like i said it's all about the storytelling in this movie it's Mm -hmm. it's not about what is gonna what is a kid gonna react with so to me, I think that is more of a risk than it was just, you know, you know, like uh, my point is just like it's more of a risk to do something more adult like that and do like you said. I I don't know I didn't know anything about this movie. I think as a kid, <laughs> I really don't remember <laughs> much. So, um, but like I said, who knows what I was thinking at the time? Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I um, okay. So continue. You were saying so like yeah, it's it's dealing with the Joker. And it was dealing with her father. And uh, where do we leave off with that? You were just saying. Yeah, no, I was just I was just rehashing the the story because I couldn't. Yeah, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Kid. That's really I don't know. Did did that scene scare you though when you were a kid? The the cemetery scene scene. Did you? Did yeah, you those were. I remember it being very visual as a kid, and I remember more so. I don't really like. I said I don't really remember too much. I think I was, I must have saw this very young because I'm trying to remember my earliest memories of any of those Mm -hmm. scenes. And I'm like, I don't remember any of this. So it was just kind of like, wow, this movie is kind of crazy. (laughs) And it's even creepier. Maybe I blocked it out mentally because it was so creepy. It's possible. To me, like, I'm the opposite. It's like, I remember like bits and pieces of this movie for being kind of scary and it's sticking in my head. So, like, the cemetery scene. And then honestly, uh, I remember more of the trailers for this movie as a kid and i saw it only a couple times so i think those scenes probably stuck out more as i was watching it i'm like oh i remember probably. that from the commercial or i remember that from the yeah. trailer um i was just and uh especially the part with the planes <laughs> that also stuck out to me when they go to the future uh city oh, place yes. that part well, especially segue because i want to yeah, talk about that that's like there. the next big act in this movie mm-hmm. like they're in that weird future city looking thing and i don't know what they were trying to like do a world them, they were trying to do yeah. the world's fair it looked like a fun place to go to <laughs> um they were trying to mimic the world's fair um i know that and something so the ride they go on so yeah. when when they do the flashback with andy and bruce oh, that's at the, so... at the fair. welcome to the house of the future my brother I and i yesterday we always watching. I'm do just it like, man this <laughs> i remember though too i remember the music it's very unusual choices in this movie for music mm-hmm. and that's it fits i'm not saying it's bad or i it, think it's great it's just it so gets unusual. stuck in my head like till now even if i i hadn't watched this because this movie wasn't available anywhere to stream it's not like i owned it on dvd i have it on vhs and then from having it on vhs the next time that i actually was able to watch it was now that it's on hbo max right but one thing that's stuck in my head and if my brother <laughs> is listening to this he will agree with me. We always used to go, 
to the house of the future because that's stuck <laughs> in our head. It's not even, I don't even think it's said like that, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> but yeah, in there. Like, that's how it goes, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like, I remember those scenes and I think watching it again for the first time in a long time, I watched it again with my friends. We all like sat down, watched it like, it's so good. We got to go back and revisit it. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's watch it. I don't remember any of it. So it was cool to see, but I'm like, it was pieces were coming back to me as I was watching it. And those scenes in particular were coming back to me, the futuristic um, rides that they were on, on that roller yeah. coaster or city, future city. And then the, the little planes or something. And then that mm-hmm. song. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this is, <laughs> this is interesting. Um, for those of you who know what we're talking about. It's the future, um, but it's like but art I'm deco telling you, too. You could take that music, add different words to it, put it on the background during like, a holiday season time like christmas <laughs> or something and it, it sounds something like that it sounds like of that era it's just like a jolly very, a jolly like uh it, jingle from like I, I don't know what time period like art deco is not 80s um no. 90s but the show came out in 90s art right. deco is like 50s 60s right okay maybe yeah sure 40s, 50s i don't know i'm terrible with time I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's it just funny because like it's it's the future, but they're mixing these these time periods of this took place in the 90s. Right. And it's not. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the music is there. The jingle is very like. Yeah. 50s-ish. Like that's what comes to mind when I think even in the beginning, something with that, that choral remind me more of like a like a church or something around. Like, obviously, that's where you would hear that style of music. Mm-hmm. But it just was just like very gothic. And that's batman so i think that's what the point is um with with all this type of music being um the orchestral background to the movie so Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah so that's that's really my thoughts on the future city part but um (laughs) i think also is that the part where he gets like uh try to get jumped by those like weird dudes you know what i'm talking about I know what you're like, talking about. So there's a, there's a big chain, and remember the chain going there's like a, this. Yeah, a big fight scene of him like, before he's Batman, and I think it is. It happens like right after that because like she's like, "You're gonna meet my father. Are you yeah. ready for this?" And like the Bruce Wayne in him is like, "No, I'm a bachelor, <laughs> <laughs> and I need to be." I Batman. feel like the Bruce Wayne we get in this, and he's of course because he's younger, but it's it's funny to me because I mean I watched all of the animated episodes this year. And, um, you know, he's very, I don't say different. I just felt like he's a little bit more gr- aggressive. Is that the word? I'm, I mean, what is your take on Bruce Wayne? Do you notice a difference in his character in this movie as Bruce Wayne? Do you think he's like different? I always felt he, like just watching it yesterday. I was just like, he seems more angry. I think, but that was the point. Oh, um, in, in the animated series. Yeah. I think he's, he's more angry and like less of a like that swinger kind of like um yeah more like christian bale was more of that like playboy kind of i don't know i just like kevin conroy's choices as he's he's doing the voice acting for him is definitely trying to do something different here in this movie than he was i feel doing in the tv show i mean that's my opinion i could be wrong people think you know different what i'm thinking of but like i'm like you know i'm trying to think of like what is he like trying to embody mm-hmm. right here and i'm thinking like he's got this like almost over the top anger <laughs> and i'm thinking like well he would be <laughs> this is him younger and he's like he's not batman yeah. yet to have 
that kind of like um, centered, I, but yet still angry on the underneath kind of. I like that you you brought it up because it it kind of segues into the next scene I wanted to talk yeah. about. Um, so after Bruce Wayne, you know, he's seeing Andrea like they're getting more serious. She wants him to meet his father, um, and he doesn't know if that's the right thing to do because he needs to be. He knows in his heart of hearts that he needs to be Batman. So there's this great scene. So. Andrea talks to her mom at the cemetery. Like, that's how she copes. Mm-hmm, she goes right. to the cemetery and she has, like, conversations. And that's yeah. how she meets Bruce Wayne because he overhears her talking to her mm-hmm. dead parents. Um, so Bruce goes and does the same thing in the cemetery. He goes and talks to his parents. And he does this great, this great, like, uh, couple lines about um, how, like, tell me what you want from me. Yeah, like, it's like a monologue. Yeah. Is, is this is this what I need to do? Like, is this what you want? Like, please tell me, like, um, like, am, am I, yeah, he's there, he's Batman? there searching, he's desperate for answers and he's yeah. turned only now to his, you know, parents' gravestone for just, mm-hmm. you know, he thinks that somehow being there will give him the, the permission to do what he thinks is the right thing to do next. Yes. So, yes, yes. And you were talking about Kevin Conroy who voice acts, who's the voice actor oh, right batman. he's yes he's the voice he, of batman who i guess side note he does he voice act back voice acted batman yeah. in like a bunch juilliard of actor by the way <laughs> is he really oh yeah and he I didn't know that. williams and he lived with ron williams true story oh anyway. i didn't know this either well if you listen to some podcasts with him he will uh give you the scoop on that kind of stories hmm. and yeah he was a he was, he was close to ron williams um he knew of christopher reeves as well which is kind of like ironic in being batman now and he became uh christopher reeves became superman but um anyways this is totally you know side note but like yeah he he said he he lived with him kind of like it was like a different time back then too so he's like you know he was like roommates with those people but and but yeah you knew him all Hmm. i really didn't know that yeah Hmm. that's cool anyway yeah kevin conroy um also you can get kevin Kevin conroy's voice on ways doing the batman voice (laughs) I can't. I my by the way, I can't do a Kevin Conroy. Conroy voice. It's just like I was gonna ask like, you to do that or Mark Hamill. It's just in like oh, like I don't, I can't, I don't know. I I would try to just be like <laughs> Andrea. No, I like that's that's like about the best I can get with him. You need more brooding Alfred? in there somewhere. Alfred, like I don't know. He kind of has that like weird kind of raspy, but like I like he's he's Batman, so he's he's Bruce Wayne. He knows how to just he just. It's his natural voice too, but he has that yeah. kind of calm, like low tone. It's really nice. It's a pleasant voice. I but really it's like also like it's thought. very like growly and like it's it's growly and like kind of masculine. Like it's down yeah. there. Like yeah, I don't know. It's no, no, very no. distinct. I mean, like too. we can talk about someone's voice all day. It's probably pretty weird, but I'm just saying <laughs> for this movie and like that's why I brought up the thing before. It's like I think you made a couple different choices as as batman Mm -hmm. in this movie compared to the animated series like i said not much difference i think he wanted a little bit more range as an actor probably yeah Um, he was that's why i wanted to bring up the cemetery yeah he was able to let go a little bit as an actor yeah and he acts the crap out of this scene even though it's just his voice (laughs) he acts the bat out of this (laughs) i say he acts the bat out of this scene um but then it's like um yeah and it's it's like you know for us as kids i think we can all say like 
I think I was older when I found out like who that guy really was. Oh, yeah. I think they were like doing the video game mm-hmm. for uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham the Asylum. first yeah. one. And my friends were like, he's voicing Batman. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, who is? And he's like, yeah, the guy from the original cartoon. They, he's like, he's the only good Batman. Like, he's Batman. It's like, you don't want anybody else voicing him. Like, he's doing the yeah. video game. And it's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's pretty cool. But it was like that whole game was just kind of a really dark take on like kind of yeah based on anim- the animated show a little bit so mm-hmm. and they brought all the animated actor voices yeah i think mark hamill did the joke for that game that anyways a little like i guess a little more side Wait, note about wh- voice why we're actors. talking about yes. quick as a side note we're talking about voice actors so the woman who voice acts this is such a random fact i don't know if anyone who is she gonna... who, who voices andrea i don't know her name but the only thing i've ever known her for andrea. is she was josie wyatt in uh tombstone i don't know if you're a tombstone fan of course i've seen tombstone she's josie in tombstone uh, she plays she's like the second wife of uh, i was gonna say which one was josie <laughs> it's been Wyatt a while Earp, right that's Wyatt Earp's wife yeah but he was married before and then he leaves his, his other wife well a, a love interest in the movie yeah. is what i'm saying yeah. the, the biggest that's one her. okay yeah okay. got it um she plays josie and that movie came out the same year that this came out so she was uh she was she was doing well just finding work basically yeah, she also had like a tv show somewhere a sitcom but i can't okay. think of her name i'm sorry my hurry name escaped me and i should have written it down um, I, I can't think i mean of i it. could look it up while you're talking but um yeah tell us about tell us what you're gonna say though about her you gonna no that was something? it i was just gonna bring up the tombstone oh, thing okay <laughs> because i'm a i love that is i didn't know that that's just, um <laughs> but she is she is josie uh, in Josie Earp, not Wyatt. Josie Earp, the in Tombstone. <laughs> um, but something we didn't uh, talk about. I want to go. I'm going to jump back a couple scenes really quick, Chris. The scene where Bruce and Andy meet. I, I right. don't know if you. I remember the the love theme that they play that Shirley Walker created for them. Okay. To me, I couldn't sing it back to you. We've talked. We. I can't sing things mm-hmm. back, but. As a kid, I remember hearing that as a kid too, and I re- and like as an adult, it like brings back memories, and I'm like, that's such <laughs> like a happy, such a because that's really the only happy music in this whole movie is that like really love is. theme that plays it's a, between that it's is a bit of a joyless movie. The, house of the, first time. <laughs> You're the only one who's having a good time. This whole this whole movie is the Joker. Let's face it, <laughs> and he's always the only one having I a said, good time. <laughs> you know, we definitely have to do a um a deep uh conversation um on him because it's just like because well you know for all of us who know who does the joker in this movie is the same one from the tv show and yeah he clearly just blows it out this whole movie you know honestly in um in in batman the animated series they're just Yes. It's not like the Joker is in every episode. The Joker is barely in Batman the Animated Series. Oh like, no. And it's clear there's not, that there's they, more Harlequin that episodes, was, I feel like. He than was, Joker um, you know. Um, so I found out who who plays her, by the way. But um, but yeah, you know, I, I was just like I re- you know, as a kid, I think he was in most of the commercials. So I'm like Joker, I didn't watch it as much as I liked, mm-hmm. but I fe- felt like he was in it way more than I realized. And then looking back on the animated series, like he's in it handful times like when he comes up it's like it's mm-hmm. a big episode you know yeah, yeah. it's a big deal 
by the way, the <laughs> name of the actress who plays Andrea, her name is uh, Dana Delaney. Oh, thank you, thank you, Dana Delaney. Okay. Yeah, she double did, she D. Had a, so, she had a TV okay. show as well on TV. Was like her big, her big thing. Um. But anyway. Oh yeah. Um. Before, so before we talk more about the Joker, um, there's just one the thing Joker I want to bring saying, up. Really yeah. quick. So, um, just in in sequence of the movie there is a scene that is a flashback and I love it. It's when, so um, Andrea, it's right after he proposes to Andrea and then Andrea goes home and they, they flee. So then that's when he's like, okay. So like he has that whole speech at the cemetery and um, he's like, mm-hmm. tell me what to do. And then Andrea shows up and that's ultimately what he decides. He's like, okay, that was a sign. I'm going to propose to her. He proposes yes, and then right. her and that her father his... have to flee because the mob is after them. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he's right. like, okay, I need to be Batman. So the, his Bruce Wayne's whole thing was he needs to be, he needs to have fear. He needs to make the, the, the bad guys feel fear when he, they see him. So when he puts on the bat suit for the first time in the flashback, Alfred turns and he's just like shuddering at him and he's like, <gasps> <laughs> and i yeah. i just love that <laughs> yeah it's such well, a quick I was gonna scene bring it's like that not up very later. long i was gonna bring that up later uh one of my favorite moments and it is alfred when he catches bruce and andrea together and he's just like carrying the plate goes, <laughs> oh <laughs> it is hysterical that is the funniest thing ever <laughs> and he does it, it twice twice yeah, yeah well it, it happened when they're in the flashback and then it happens again later and he's just like oh he just turns around <laughs> Like, and then that song the music is again. playing the happy music <laughs> yeah exactly that like big like i don't know it looked like a romance novel basically in every yeah, episode. <laughs> yeah. Every i'm book like this is a kid's movie because then she wakes it's, up in his like in his room in his shirt and i'm like mm. as an adult i'm yeah. like well i know what that means but as a kid I, it wasn't like i was like why is she wearing his shirt <laughs> i know well not even that it was like <laughs> I didn't think about that, um, but like um, just this, the fact that they were just make that joke of that kind of you know somewhat innuendo of they're <laughs> they're busy <laughs> and he's just like oh <laughs> I love that um, but yeah so I wanted to also bring up I think uh, I don't know if I'm skipping around you said like they had a flea you know and he finally decides mm-hmm. to be Batman after that yeah. and oh I love uh, it's kind of a quote of mine. When uh, when Bruce reads the note, then when she gives back the ring, and he's just like, he's like, too young. <laughs> he's just like, too soon. <laughs> what, Andrea? No. Um, so, um, but like, you know, and that and that just basically breaks him, and he becomes Batman. So yep. it's like, um, uh. But um, I want to talk about the Joker some more, and that that actor, the actor, that character. Mm -hmm. um, What's his name? Oh, we can't forget about a a famous voice cameo in this movie. Abe Vigoda is in this movie. Who (laughs) plays the dad? You know who that is? No. Abe Vigoda. He's a famous actor. Um, He's like an old man actor now. Well, he's been passed now for a long time. But he was in. Was he in The Godfather? No, he's in. He's in some. I think it was The Godfather. He's in one of those one of those big movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a big actor at the time, and he's in um, he's in Good Burger, <laughs> but he's also in um, 
Uh, you ever see Look Who's Talking? I don't. When I was younger, I don't remember it. Oh, okay. So he plays he plays uh, John Travolta's uh, grandpa in that, I think. And um, but he's like he's got that voice, just like that. Oh, you're the Joker. <laughs> he has that kind of you know. <laughs> that's the dad. He was like, Oh, Mr. Joker, what do you want? Like that rusty, you know, kind of like mob 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 voice voice, yeah he's perfect for that so i love him like when he pops up yeah when he talks in this uh in in his uh as the dad (laughs) so but back to what i was saying with the joker so the joker you know um finally confronts that guy the younger guy what's his name the the weasel guy that we were talking about before uh, arthur fleck yes and remember he goes like and he i'm sorry I'm, i'm blanking on what he says to him but he gives him like um some crazy crazy thing like um i don't know he just he just like he's just like basically playing everybody and i love it and he just comes in like just being the joker but like the fact that like he starts to laugh and they have that crazy transition it's actually him laughing in the hospital yeah man that whole scene is freaky oh my god and that's one of the few scenes like i remember that as a kid like hearing his laugh and then he's trying to talk through the laugh like Batman's interrogating him through the laugh, right? Like, and he's laughing, yeah. and laughing. He's trying to compose himself, and then it just goes right back to laughing. And they're yeah. like, "We need to wait for it to wear off." Like, I remember that as a kid. I remember that scene. I remember yeah. his laughing. Yeah, disturbing. Correction. I'm sorry. I just caught something I was saying before. It's not the dad. You know, the dad. This isn't the dad die from years ago, but like that that old guy. You know what I'm talking about? That oh, head Sal. Of the mom. That's Sal what the Sal, thank you i'm sorry i kept saying the dad i don't know why i had the dad stuck in my yeah head. but it's he's like the old he's guy the one who has the, the breathing that's and he's always like <gasps> yeah i'm pretty sure like, that's oh who it was anyways but yeah but like and then they they take the, the newspaper down and you see him and he's just like you know he's the crazy yeah that guy and joker smile on him yeah because joker got to him oh man creepy um, yeah, that, that creeps me out too. But yeah, just like the fact that he's like, <gasps> he's trying not to laugh. Like, there's some crazy stuff in this yeah. movie. Like, the, I'm the Joker is more of you a. Know, it's awesome. I think they do a good job with the Joker in the Batman the animated series of mixing him between that clown persona and a, uh, a like a murderous killer. Yes, murderer, serial killer, right? Murderer mm-hmm. in 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 Batman the animated series more than any of the other adaptations of the Joker, like. Jack Nicholson was more of that like murderer kind of persona, and like they made him kind of a Joker, but like he didn't really fit that clown. He's the, I'm sorry, but he's all. the closest thing to this type of Joker, Jack Nicholson, or in the original Joker yeah. than any yeah. other iteration yeah. that we've seen. So everyone else has just been a homicidal, just freak, like, yeah, just straight up freak. And he, there's like a classic charm to these jokers where he's Mm -hmm. like you know more of a silly kind of joker a a clown um like i think with this this joker though in the anime series though what what helps what helps it like mark hamill does a really great job with the zaniness but shirley walker um and you hear only a little bit of the joker theme in mass of the phantasm but in the batman the anime series there is a joker theme and when you hear it, it's very quirky and zany, and you know the joke. Right, is like coming. you hear that circus think, music playing. Yeah, and it's like, it, yeah. So you like it you helps associate him as a clown, and he's just yeah. a crazy killer clown. I, I think she has a lot to do with 
with him being more of a clown than a, a homicidal <laughs> maniac. <laughs> yeah, which is basically what the character I think originated as more so, but then it's, yes. it's definitely taken a. It's been you know, stretched and pulled in so many directions yeah. now. And, yeah. But, but anyways, but um, back to what I was saying about the but like Mark Hamill was just so terrifying, and I just mm-hmm. I just like how they had him being the bigger picture of all of this, where it's like you want a big Batman screen, you know, film, you know, and you're going to put this big character that nobody knows yet. And it's like, I really thought it's like, it's all the mystery about who this new character is and then taking them down. Cause there's, there's, you know, there's starting all these new crimes and whatever. And Batman's got to figure out the challenges to how to take them down, which is partially mm-hmm. true because that's what Phantasm is doing. It's, it's, it's going after all the old, uh, you know, taking revenge on all those all those mob characters but to have like joker be really just the the one pulling the strings all along it's just it's so yeah that's classic batman you want that yeah so it they is, do a it great is job with batman. that um i always felt that they proved joker in the movie because they felt like it was going to fail it had they not had a classic batman villain in it which is probably the case but what they did right. fit so well for the story that I didn't yeah. like, I don't have a, as an adult and I know I don't have a problem with it. Like it fits so perfectly. And he's, it's not like it's all about the Joker. Like he's just a no. side plot to this whole thing. But it also gives a little bit more origin to Joker. Like what was he doing back then? You know, mm-hmm. it's so Before cool to see Joker. a little bit more history of these characters we've already known, you know, um, yeah. flesh Especially out a in, bit more. In this, and that, that, and that this pointy joking. nose and you know he's yeah. no white face yet and the thing like you know could we figure out that's the joker right away probably because he gives that same smile and looks exactly the same but oh yeah it's the um same to guy. anybody else would be like oh what a twist that's him but i do love when he, he um bruce figures it out on in that old photo and he's like yeah and he just draws the or whatever and he puts the red <laughs> marker on his face and then he circles it puts you know yeah thing and i just love that laugh you hear behind that mm-hmm. as he's doing that just ah, whatever can't do it but it's so good it's such it's it's movie making in an animated movie like it's so well thought out okay um so yeah and like like i said i think we're kind of coming down to the wire because the music like i said it just kind of repeats some themes but you know yeah. it's just like they finally have that big showdown with the planes again yeah you know yeah the planes, and, planes the, and the future wait one thing i wanted to bring up with the fight scene yeah. is i don't know if oh, you yeah, sure. this is something that stuck in my mind when i was a kid do you know, remember when the joker pulled there's that robot that like cuts the sausage <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course yeah i don't know why i always have that in my head of him like grabbing the sausage <laughs> Oh, wait, I have to bring up another big thing about this movie that I think is still pushing the envelope. The, the more use of blood in this movie. Oh, you know, when I was watching it and I was thinking, honestly, I don't remember seeing this much blood as a kid, but there's a lot of blood in this movie. I think I remember as a kid, that was something that stood out to me at the but end you, of the movie, though. I think the reason why they did it was because you don't really see blood in Batman in the Animated Series because Batman doesn't kill anyone. I think they no. wanted to make that contrast between I think this it's movie a, it's also, and her. And that's it's, not, it's pushing the envelope in the sense that, like, I, there was blood in the show. I, I, I mean, if you go back and watch, there is some episodes yeah, like is. someone cut themselves. There might be blood mm-hmm. on his face. So was it more, I think it was more used within one storytelling, you know? Yeah, maybe. Because this is a big film. 
uh, for, for, you know, from what it was as just a regular, you know, regular TV show length, but also just like, um, even the Joker, like he gets pretty beat up at the end. He's, he's got blood on him. And so yeah. it's a little bit more graphic, True. uh, with, with things like that, they took into account. Um, so yeah. Did you ever think about that too, when you were watching it? Like, wow, there's way a, more blood in this, or is it maybe, maybe just a me thing? Not when I was a kid, but I, when I was watching it the other night, I was like, there is actually a lot of, I just watched it recently too, but I watched it again the other day to prepare for this but um yeah i was like what? there actually is a lot of blood in this movie <laughs> yeah i think except for like i i can think of one movie off the hand where i really saw blood in like a cartoon uh movie um and uh i still want you i don't think you've seen this movie i think we talked about it the other day and i would love to do an episode on this because it's uh i i hold it dear to my heart because i what used to it? be obsessed with it as a kid do you know what it's called no it's called we're back dinosaur story <laughs> oh you did you you were you brought it up the other John day and Goodman i was like i don't even know what that is <laughs> we gotta watch i think you'd like it i think it'd be good i think it'd be a good watch for you okay. anyways that's my tangent <laughs> but um anyways um, yeah the, but like i said the blood use was there and, and i remember that laugh like um him batman holding joker and him just going ah! and i remember that being <laughs> in the commercial somewhere <laughs> like so, yeah, pro- somewhere pro- around that like that was like you know, like by the way, the Joker's in this. Like, yeah, I know. You want to see it? You know, they need to stick because, the Joker in. Like, yeah, hello. yeah. I think it's. I think it's important to know that like, this should be called Mask of the F- Mask of Joker. You know, <laughs> he's really behind the whole thing. No, yeah. Well, he's really not though. Like, she really he's is not, the villain he, here. He is. He is there to realize that he was part of the setup and all of this. You know, he had yeah. he had a hand in it. True. True. And uh, um, yeah, but uh, quickly, while we we wrap up, a couple more things I want to talk about. Yes. So one, um, the very last moments of this movie. Well, for, so first of all, the movie ends. The one mm-hmm. of the last scenes is Andy. Andy gets away. Yeah. Um, Batman lets her go, and she's on a ship going wherever I don't know away. Um, <laughs> and uh, her last words are. I, Something like to the effect of I am alone, something like that. Um, and then you cut to Batman being Batman in the, and he's standing on a rooftop and the Batman music plays again with the chorus. And it's just like, uh, yeah. she is very sorrowful that she is alone because she created this aloneness for herself. She had to become a killer. And then it cuts to Batman, who is also alone but has triumphed and become this positive mm-hmm. icon for justice in Gotham city. And I, I just love the way that movie ends and the music that plays at the end of the movie is called Batman death, uh, Batman's destiny, which I think is mm-hmm. fitting because watching this movie, you know, he becomes Batman. There's no doubt in your mind. Um, and also in the story, like, there's no way he's not going to become Batman. Like that's his, that's his push in life. Well, he, like he's going to be Batman. Right. Well, he is Batman in this story already. Correct. Um, yes, because he, it just flashbacks to him being Batman. Okay. But so I, know what you're I guess it's more about the I'm fact saying, that like, like, it's not like he, 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 he didn't become Batman into this movie 
it, we have a flashback of him becoming the Batman, is yeah. what you're saying. And then he's going to continue on being Batman. Yes, yes, exactly. From now on, That's like this saying. is he 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 had one more this maybe one his... more fi- chance to go back to that if he really could yeah. try, mm-hmm. and that he finally has now really just has. Mm-hmm. Um, a stamp on it. He's like, I am definitely not Batman. There's no going anymore. This is it. To this, yeah, or I exactly. die doing it. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And also the realization that this woman that he loves is a stone yeah. cold she's killer. She's not gonna. Like, she's not give up her her, yes. her beliefs. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's uh, a you know. It's a lot to read into. More philosophical and. You don't read. I mean, it's a kids' movie on the surface, right? But yeah, I think as an adult, like you see these things, and you're like, maybe because I'm more of a batman fan than now but um i think that it says a lot about batman and this is why i like batman like this is why he's my favorite superhero comic book character like um it's for these reasons it's for his his layers and he's complicated you know yeah yeah um and that's why i that's why i love him that's why i love batman um um yeah what was i gonna tell you yeah i just i feel bad saying this and i'm sure people who are listening to this will be like are you crazy but i remember being a kid watching this and being it like over my head and and being not sure what i just saw and and maybe that was because i saw it at a younger time and i didn't know what the story was really getting to or i probably did Mm -hmm. i just don't remember it but i think i remember being slightly i'm gonna say this word but i don't mean it like almost bored I don't mean it but it's like yes it's not like a board like i can't wait i can't wait for this movie to end it was almost like i was so used to my other tv shows so <laughs> to see this style of movie where not to say there was an action there is but it's at the very end of the movie it's more of a detective story there's a lot yeah. of time between bruce and andrea and a, like a love story a big one yeah that, like as a kid especially you know coming from my side you know we get more of the love stories in like a disney movie where it's like you know beauty and the beast or aladdin yeah. or something which we still love but it's not something you expect from batman not, no yeah, not necessarily true. so i think i wasn't like say i was bored i was just like surprised like when i was watching this it is kind of batman's like you know it is more of a his romance mm-hmm. storytelling and and showing how that has been his drive to you know become a certain thing or you know as an adult watching this is what i'm saying like you could see that was his drive to leave becoming his what ultimately he becomes which you said this batman so does that make sense at all you seem upset what i just said it does um i just like i don't remember that you can disagree that's fine like i used to watch this movie all the time when i was a kid i i don't remember feeling the same i don't remember feeling that way hey that's Um, fine i'm not i wouldn't i would like I said, I think I just didn't see it enough to get, like I said, if I own the movie, I think we'd be in two different, uh, I, I'd have a completely different take on it. I didn't own the movie. So if I saw it, I rented it and I only saw it a couple times. Mm-hmm. So it didn't stick with me well. I just was like, okay, that was fun to watch. What's the next movie I'm going to watch? Kind of. Um, uh, kind of, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I going to tell you? I'm sorry. I totally just lost my train of thought there, (laughs) but it was just like, but like, yeah, I, like I said, I don't hate this movie by far. It's a brilliant movie. 
And um, like I said, it was just, that was my, I t- what I remember taking away from it as a kid, having a mm. different response to it now as an adult. So it's like, I wish I still had what I've learned from it since then to go mm-hmm. back and watch it then and to see my, like my lens as a child with it on and see how, yeah. what I thought about it back then. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a fantastic film for what it is. It's, it was ahead of its time Yeah, compared to what we see now in animated type of tv show batman movies and stuff it's crazy yeah. what it's become this is it's like the true. first i mean time everything is this. nowadays everything is a comic book ad- yeah. adaptation yeah. you have under the red hood you have batman year one you have uh um well i think that batman, that was my, my like last that, but yeah that was my last um point um that i um like i think that this movie can be hopefully shown to a different audience Mm -hmm. maybe on this hbo max or wherever you can find it now um that people can go and be like hey this is batman's this is an older story of batman that was more for that age group this is that generation's group of batman this is what this generation's was storytelling was like and it's great and i think people can be like this yeah i think i think it's like for batman fans of, of a newer generation go back and hopefully and enjoy this one maybe not maybe it's dated a little mm-hmm. bit i hope not but it's like yeah but so what i used to love watching yeah. the adam west batmans and it's completely mm-hmm. different so <laughs> give you know give an open mind to something like this yeah. to let it be timeless and let other um generations uh be able to watch and enjoy it yeah okay. i think there's yeah. there's a lot of comic book purists out there like um yeah like when the walking right, Dead we're flooded TV with show started stuff, that's all and, we have but and it's like oh daryl wasn't in the comic books and like all this stuff the walking dead and it's like mm-hmm. yeah but like at one point <laughs> you need to like let go and be like well this is the best this batman is ever still, yeah like this honestly <laughs> i this movie to me is some of the best batman storytelling and you know you have characters that were not in the comic books so that says a lot like sure sure bob kane didn't create these characters but like get over it <laughs> like yeah <laughs> this is great and like when it comes to bruce tim like his uh, his his artwork is iconic i was reading uh a preacher comic i started reading preacher i don't know if anyone's ever uh read preacher or watched the tv show but um at the back of one of the books uh, there's artwork from different comic book artists and Bruce Tim is there. And I like looked at it and I was like, oh, that's Bruce Tim. His his artwork is so iconic too. Like it's a very different style. Self self taught. Mm, interesting. Good yeah, for, if you I ever mean, watch the on the animated Blu-ray, um, they he talks about um, you know, starting Batman up and his visions and you mm-hmm. know, basically not ripping off, but borrowing some styles from like um what's that um famous character uh space ghost you know what i'm talking about yeah like something the, about that character that, that, that style yeah i don't know what you're so talking about we, yeah i don't know we can go a whole thing about that but i'm just saying bruce tim was self-taught and he said it was his kind of like it was his gift but it was also like a curse because you know you couldn't get him out of his brain of doing things himself where he was not very mm-hmm. almost open to doing kind of something different because he was all self-taught and he knew how to do things just by his own, wow. you know, you know, yeah, it was like, 
you know, other people would be like, you know, he's so good, but he's also just like, it's also kind of like, you could tell he's self-taught because he's like, he's breaking rules as he's making new ones, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but he's a genius. So what else are you going to expect, you know, expect from somebody who's that innovative, you know? Yeah. Well, that you, you have so many innovative, like you have him innovative. And then again, I, I love Shirley Walker. I think her music in this movie is, uh, in this movie and in Batman animated series. Right. Is absolutely fantastic. And like totally different. And yeah, she worked with Danny Elfman and, and you can hear his influences in this music, but it's also very much her and, and what she envisioned for Batman and uh, just, fantastic like it's such a fantastic formula of things and i love still as an adult watching all of them and obviously i i just painted these recently i because yeah i was I gonna re- say I re- those, those are your originals the anime those are, series and came out I, great i love them those are great yeah. you should uh definitely promote them and sell them if you can if you like or just <laughs> keep them right 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 where they are you know just stay behind me um forever. so basically what i wanted to say what i was getting to before is that um I really hate this movie, so um, <laughs> I found it just to be just kind of like a, you know, soap opera for Batman. Kind of you know, is. It, it kind of is. is. It is. And I think butter, also, but like I said, like no, I do not hate this movie. I think that's, but that's the point of it. It's something very more adult. And that's the, that's mm-hmm. the gift for this movie for all yeah. of us to just grow up and enjoy it every minute. And I'm loving, like I said, I never thought I could go back and watch a cartoon show. Yeah, at times you feel it, but you you understand what the adults are making for kids and yeah. for themselves. <laughs> like they were doing this yeah. for themselves and enjoying no, you're it. So, right. so, yeah, yeah, I so, agree with you. And you're so God bless I, the makers and all the voice actors. Yeah. Hope they keep doing yep. it for us forever. You know, yep. only coming up on probably almost 80 years old those guys i don't know how old they were definitely probably. 70s i think uh, probably like i mean mark mark and and at least i think uh kevin so. yeah definitely definitely this is a good one i i enjoyed yeah. this one i think i learned a lot from from this episode because like i said i think there's going to be times where you know way more than I do, but also but like <laughs> I have a, just a completely different take on these things. And I like that. Mm-hmm. So that's, I like it. I like it a lot. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I read a lot of Batman comics. I love Batman. He's my, I love the MCU. I love Marvel comics, comics. I love Marvel movies, but Batman will always be my favorite. No matter what, <laughs> no mm-hmm. one will ever change my mind. You can argue with me all day but um oh i will maybe and you may be right but you'll never change my mind <laughs> hey i may be crazy <laughs> but still yeah um but yeah i think uh i think can't wait for next week's episode what are we gonna do i don't know i don't know what do you want to do i know we we've been we've been talking a lot of ever since our mummy episode we've been talking a lot about i think we Brendan should do Fraser. all the original planet of the apes for next week <laughs> all of them <laughs> i can't stand those movies no that's actually not true at all i was kidding <laughs> no not true at all um some i don't like but i like two of them out of the five how many there? <laughs> I, don't I don't know how many originals there were i probably only see the first two I like, and then i like the first I one and maybe the... the parts of the third one <laughs> but i don't yeah. remember the third one. maybe we'll do that next time no i i think i think we'll come up with a really nice one for next week yeah i think we will all right everybody thank you so much 
yeah can't wait for, for the next one thanks for listening uh you're welcome let us know what you think about this movie if you've never seen it before again and you watched it for the first time let us know it's on hbo max now um that's where i watched it anyways so i'm like oh yeah. that's easy me too it's right there i still have chris and i were talking about it earlier we i have it on vhs still chris had it on vhs at one point mm-hmm. um but yeah um thanks for listening we're signing off you're wait let's in. let's wait what is that behind you no like look behind you turn all the way around what's happening oh no oh no he's gone I'm sorry i just wanted to do that batman thing where like you know he turns his back oh and batman is the piece. oh amazing well on that note right. goodbye everyone sayonara